Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Michelle Smallman, Randy Carricker, great to have you with us on a day that the Cardinals have a 110 contest at Chicago against the White Sox. We head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and our friend Adam Wainwright joins us as he does every Wednesday for Wednesdays with Wayno. Good morning, sir. How you doing? Doing great. How are y'all doing? Doing good. I got to tell you, first of all, I'm wearing my Wayno's World T-shirt today. <laughs> I knew I liked you. See, I, I'm always supporting big league impact, and I want to make sure that people go to the website and participate because there's so many cool things happening with individual players around baseball. And you obviously won the Roberto Clemente Award last season, but there's a lot of really charitable players around your sport, aren't there? Oh, my word. Hold on. Let me turn that off. Uh, yeah, there it is. There, there's, uh, I think there's a realization that um, – as a big league athlete, as a person in the spotlight, as a person who has a huge platform, there's a lot of really good things you can do in the world. I think people are really catching on to that. I mean, it's not it's not a new thing. Players have been doing great things in the communities and around the country for a long time. But I think it's really, I think it's really hitting home that people can, you know, if they feel really strongly about something, they have an opportunity to make a difference in that light. So uh, it's cool to see people out there doing doing cool things and uh, supporting the, the causes that they feel so passionately about. That is cool, Adam. What wasn't cool for me is seeing Tony La Russa in a White Sox uniform. How does that register with you? <laughs> uh, you know, we've seen it before. I mean, not, not when uh, – it's been a while since he's been a White Sox. <laughs> I see a lot of pictures of it, you know, and him. And I can remember him in Oakland, too. But he'll always be a cardinal to me. I mean, you know, that's uh, – I think that's where he really um, was able to to do a lot of game changing things. You know, I mean, he he brought in the the idea that we're going to have a film guy. He brought Chad Blair in. I think Chad was a camera guy in Oakland, and he brought Chad over with him. And hey, Chad, the guy that said, well, our hitters are going to start watching film on on these. Uh, on these pitchers that we're facing, that was kind of a new thing, I think. And then, you know, he, he's the kind of the first one, if I'm not mistaken, that brought in a closer, you know, that brought the idea of a closer, a guy who was kind of dedicated for that one run, that one inning, that ninth inning role. I mean, before that, I think closers, you know, you might have a closer, but he pitched two or three innings a lot of times at the end of the game. So he did a lot of career, or a lot of baseball changing things as a manager. I mean, he's just – a very, very smart man. I'm glad we got to have him in St. Louis as long as we did. And he and Mike Schilt, Adam, have a lot of similarities. They're cut from the same cloth in a lot of ways. So as someone that has played with both of them, when you look at Tony La Russa and Mike Schilt, what's one way in which they're similar and one way which they're different? Well, I'll start with the differences. Um, 
haven't seen Schulte wearing sunglasses in the night games. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, as far as how they're similar, you know, they were, and, and Tony um, did a great job of this, even though he was a, a legendary manager kind of already when he came over to St. Louis. You know, he let Red Shane Deanst and, and George Kissel pour into him and, and uh, and Whitey and those guys, those guys were constant resources for him. You know, he he uh, never stops learning. He's a really smart guy. Everybody knows he's a you know got a law degree and all kind of stuff. Uh, but he, he never stops learning. Um, never stops wanting to learn. And I think Schulte is in that same same way. And, and also was you know George Kissel's shadow for a long long time would uh, would pull up chairs next to Red for a long time and ask questions and. And uh, you know when you're when you're constantly wanting to learn, you're constantly asking questions, you're con- constantly seeking how to be better. I mean, you know, you're gonna you're gonna get better, and that's what those guys both do. Well, you know, did you get a chance to talk to Tony? He's not the most social guy with opponents, and you are the opponent now. But during the pregame, either last night or the night before, did you get a chance to say hi to him? Said hi to him uh, two days before. Or the first after the first game, like before the first game and, and during batting practice, just from across the outfield, and I, I was kind of expecting that to be it. Honestly, uh, you know, once you're not on his team anymore, he's uh, he, he's still our, he's still a big fan. You know, he'll still text from time to time. You know, uh, until this year when he was managing, just to let you know he's watching, let you know that uh, you know you're, you're doing good things, whatever. Did that intensity when we get when we would ask? Go ahead, Bueno. Well, you're the enemy, and so last night I had the opportunity to. Uh, I was leaving the park. I was walking out, walking to the bus, and sure enough, as soon as I stepped into the uh, into the tunnel, there's Tony. He's walking out too. So we walked all the way towards the bus together and shared a good conversation. He's uh, he's, he's still Tony, man. I don't think he's changed a bit. I was going to ask you if if that intensity. Is he he the same way with you guys? Like when we would ask him how he's doing, he'd say, "Ask me at ten o'clock." That's his famous line. Did that spill over into the clubhouse? Absolutely. Yeah, we, he he might have told you, "Ask me after the game." He 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 gave us a more direct, blunt answer that I can't say on the air. <laughs> but absolutely, um, always intense before the game. You know it's. What, is, what does he need to do to help win that game that night? He's that way all the time. You know, he, until after you win a game, you know, you'll see him smile. Uh, before that, you're not going to get a whole lot of smile out of Tony Russo pregame. Adam, Jack Flaherty's been great this season for the Cardinals. Last night just wasn't his night, and I was watching the game, and when things aren't going your way as a pitcher, how do you regain composure, or at least try to regain composure in that moment where it just seems like whatever whatever you're throwing isn't really happening. Maybe there's defensive miscues, and it seems like everything's spiraling out of control. When you have been in a situation like that, what do you do to try and regain composure? Yeah, I actually thought Jack did a pretty great job of controlling his composure. I think if we'd have seen Jack a couple of years ago, I think he would have uh, really let that bother him more. I mean, that's a great lineup over there for one thing, right? And if you, if you let anything get to you, it's going to spiral out of control real quick. I thought he, I mean, we made, what did we make? Four errors last night? Three, possibly four errors Three, yeah. in a row. 
you know, a couple in that one inning and a couple, that maybe one other one that could have been called in there. I mean, we, we just did not play a good defensive game last night, right? It just, it just happened. And he, but, you know, by all accounts, we've played great ball games for him all year. I think he understands that even the best of baseball defensive teams, which, which we are, by the way, we're one of the best defensive teams in all the game again. Um, even those teams have off nights. And last night we had an off night. I don't think any of our defenders would tell you anything different. You know, we, we uh, expect more of ourselves than we played last night. And and uh, Jack was on the on the pitching side of that, which was unfortunate. But, you know, he made some – he kept grinding. He made some really tough pitches, really good pitches when he needed to. I know – I mean, you know, when you look at the line, you're kind of like, well, I mean, he didn't do that great. But that could have got a lot worse. He had – a lot of things stacked against them. We could have gone one, two, three, the one inning that they ended up scoring runs. They had at one point they had two hits and five runs on the board, and that's just really hard in a big league atmosphere. That almost never happens. So we gave some free free passes last night that we won't do again. And and Jack was on the side of that. But you know what? He is an amazing competitor. He is a, a guy who wants to win and works hard. He works his tail off. I mean, he is one of the hardest workers I've ever been around. Um, he's cut from the same cloth that Chris Carpenter in many ways. And uh, I think you, you'll see and have seen a guy who's, who's a champion. I mean, he's a, he really is. He competes like a champion. He works like a champion. He does everything that winners do. And that's, that's going to play out in, in the long, in the long run. I was, I was actually proud of him last night. I mean, he, he grinded. That was not an easy situation we put in. Adam, when you have a start like that, let me just put it in your own shoes here. In the last two starts, two starts ago, you have a rough time in San Diego. Your last start, brilliant, seven uh, or eight shutout innings uh, against the Cubs. When you come in the next day to watch yourself and critique and review yourself, do you do it in the exact same way? I I know you're probably harder on yourself after a loss, but I just want to know how you review a start. Well, I'll be looking for certain things based off of what I know I struggled with the day before. Um, But then I'm also looking for just the overall game. Where was my delivery, right? Like what shape was my delivery? And because pitching and and all your prep work, right? Your prep work is all designed to give yourself the best chance to go out and compete and make pitches and have success. That's why we prepare. And, uh, you know, my preparation between this start and last start, my San Diego starting this last start against the Cubs was really good. I mean, I spent a lot of time trying to get better, and, and uh, kind of like what we talked about with Tony and Shilty, when you're when you're when you're not uh, when you don't let your ego get in the way, and you're willing to accept um, advice and willing to accept outside opinions, and you're willing to, to accept that you know sometimes you need a little help, and you're willing to accept that you know maybe you stunk and you got to get better, then then you're going to get better. And Shilty, uh, Mad Dog and I. We, we had two big bullpen sessions. My first bullpen, I worked exclusively on fastball command. I threw 41 fastballs in a row, uh, just trying to get back into making good quality pitches again. And then um, the next time, I, I got all my pitches going. But you know, there was a plan. There was a course of action. There was there was intent behind every 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 possible uh, pitch that I made. And, and I think that's the that's the way you're supposed to practice. You know, it's uh, practice is is really really important. Despite what Alan uh, Alan Iverson said, um, <laughs> it is a it is a spot 
to prepare for for your success in your next competition. And so um, I took it real serious, you know, really, really serious. And uh, I was I was I was glad I was able to to make some adjustments because that game in San Diego was uh, atrocious. I hated every single part about it. I hated my effort. I hated uh, the the execution of my pitches. The you know sometimes the choice of my pitch. I mean, I just I was just out of it, man, and, and glad that that was a one and done. Adam, I was at the game on Sunday night, and I can't tell you how great it was to be back in the stands at Bush Stadium. And I was telling my friend that I was there with the energy that you get inside Bush Stadium when it's a big game, you're on the mound versus the Cubs. You can't replicate that. You you can't manufacture that in any other way. And I was thinking about you. And what's it like for you to get the ball in that moment and to be back at Bush Stadium and feel that energy from the crowd again? It was amazing. I was so happy to have fans back. I think all our guys said the same thing. You know, the 30,000, whatever we had, it felt like 50,000. I think, you know, we've been kind of conditioned the last year to uh, having no fans or minimal fans as being normal. And so when we, you know, we got a couple of young guys that never been up. And when they saw that, they were like, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. So, <laughs> um, I- I'm glad that they're back. Uh, for many reasons, but for one reason, there's a level, and I think we talked about this before, but there's a there's a level of intensity and a focus and adrenaline that you cannot get yourself to without the fans being there. They they just push us to a whole new level, and so I mean, as far as a competitive standpoint, having them back in the stands is a big deal. Hey Adam, I have to believe that uh, for for a guy who is as committed to your family as you are with five kids, a ten game road trip has to be the most difficult thing about a baseball season for you. Uh, it is in many ways. I mean, there's uh, like you said, five five kids and a wife. That's, um, and especially with what we just went through in my house, where everybody having COVID, it's it's a uh, it's a lot to miss. You know, you get home and sometimes you feel like, gosh. Were you that tall when I left? Like, you know, my son is, is two, and I'm like, you know, when I get home from from a week, it's like, you know, he wasn't saying that when I left. And I was talking all kinds of crazy stuff. The other day I was packing up. He walked in the room. He said, hey, what you doing? I said, <laughs> I said, I'm, I said I'm packing up, man. He goes, okay, and ran out, ran out of the room. So I just, you know, those things make me laugh, but. We miss a lot of stuff like that along the road. Don't feel bad for us. This is the greatest job in the world, especially being a starting pitcher. Carp and I were talking about that yesterday. It is the greatest job in the world, but we do miss a lot. And uh, we need to touch on Big League Impact. So many great things happening. And like I mentioned earlier, you've got the all-win campaign going. And people that go to bigleagueimpact.org get an opportunity to see all those players that are doing such great things. Current Cardinals, former Cardinals, your friends are on Major League Baseball. And uh, so many guys that are doing so many things for their communities and for the world. Yeah, there is. And, and uh, on that light, we're, we're launching a new trivia night coming up. It's a, a virtual trivia night. So you can tune in. It's, uh, it's going to start uh, July 9th. Presented by Valley Sports Midwest. Starts at 7, or 7 p.m. It's going to be five rounds of Zoom trivia. Plus raffle giveaways. We're going to have uh, autographed items, whiskey baskets. You can have up to 10 players on your team. And uh, Goldie and 
Austin Dean, Tommy Edmond are going to join in with me, and we're going to we're going to be asking questions. We'll see how smart you are. We'll see how many things you know about Cardinal baseball and all that. So uh, we're going to be launching that. You can go to bigleagueimpact.org, check out Trivia Night. We'd love to have you on board to help us do great things around the community and and around the globe. So uh, tune in to help us out. Adam, we love the fact that you're doing it, and we'll absolutely be participating. Have a great rest of the trip. Enjoy your day today. Safe travels, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Adam. Today, on Wednesday, you should... Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.